0: You're listening to The Greek's Gridiron, live with Aethan Haristadoulou. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to The Greek's Gridiron. I am Aethan Haristadoulou. It's November 9th, 2021. It's Tuesday, the end of the week for football, that is. And you know what that means. We are ranking all 32 teams from worst to first. A lot of moving going on in the top part of the boards. And even in the middle part as well. But the top 10 has definitely shifted quite a bit. Even extending into like numbers 11, 12, 13, maybe even 14. Quite a bit of shifting with some pretty shocking results from this past weekend. So without further ado, Uh, Hold up here. As always, like, comment, share, subscribe and all that good stuff. Let's get into the conversation, shall we? So if you have not watched before, obviously, this is how the power rankings go down. I'll have this entire board here and teams will pop up as we talk. So starting out with numbers 32 through 26, we will pull them up here for you guys to see. At number 32, the Texans have yet to move. They've been sitting in number 32 for quite some time now. They ended up taking an L to the Dolphins this past week at a score of 17-9. to So they're still sitting in that same spot as they continue to struggle through this season. Next up, we have at number 31, the Detroit Lions. Uh, They did not play this week. However, um, you know, if I was to probably, you know, a few weeks ago, I really was somewhat high on them and I figured they were the best of the worst. But after a few tough losses, I'm starting to worry that maybe things are unraveling for the Lions here. Don't know where they're going to be going. Not very, I mean, nowhere to really go but up, I guess. But as of right now, especially considering the last couple of losses, I consider them one of the worst. At number 30, we got the Miami Dolphins, who just picked up a win over the Texans. They do not move on the leaderboard because you can't be one of the worst and beat the worst and expect to really move up on the board and just based off of everything that's happened this week. Um not really a ton of wiggle room down at the bottom of the board. Then at number 29, we have the New York Jets. They ended up taking a loss to the Colts this week. You could probably argue that the Jets should be at 30, the Dolphins at, 20, the Dolphins at 29. But ultimately, I, I don't know. That's if, To me, it's kind of splitting hairs. One week, one team looks better than the other. The Jets do have some more significant wins than the Dolphins do, in my opinion, which is why I have them sitting at 29 and the Dolphins at 30. For number 28, we have the Jaguars, who just upset the Bills with a score of nine to six. I didn't have them move up too high on the board despite this big win, only because I feel like the Jaguars every single year, I feel like get so overlooked that they're usually good for a win like this or two every single year. Last year the only win they had was against the eleven and five Colts who made it to the playoffs. So they're and they're good for like a win or two every single year. They're obviously in a massive rebuild right now. I don't expect them to rattle off too many more wins this season, so I still have them sitting very low on the rankings at 28 but i would say at this point with a big win like that you could argue they're probably the best of the worst in this point in time At number 27, we have the Washington football team who was on a bye this week. Um, Tough last few weeks. Still sitting pretty low on the boards. Did not move. I I figured, you know, a lot of the teams that didn't play this week, I wanted to keep them kind of where they were just because I really liked their spot in the rankings even after seeing teams win and lose. So I'm keeping Washington at number 27. Up next at number 26, falling down the leaderboard some more after taking a crushing loss to the Patriots, a 24-6 final score. Uh, offensively the Panthers are just it seems like at a loss at this point Sam Darnold threw three interceptions there is not a lot to really be excited about offensively the wide receivers can't catch anything McCaffrey came back and I don't want to say was a non-factor but the offense still only put up six points so a lot, to, a lot to just look at offensively. The Panthers' defense is still really good. It's unfortunate that that defense is so good playing with an offense that is as poor as it is. But I think that them at 26 at this point in time, it makes sense despite them having more wins than some of the other teams that might be ahead of them. Next up... We'll pull up 25 through 21. I have the Chicago Bears sitting at number 25. They fall down a spot after losing a tough one to the Steelers last night. I did not want to penalize them too, too much. But a loss is a loss. And some other teams below them did catch some wins this week over some big teams. So Bears sitting at 25. 25. Defense looked pretty good. Um, The offense finding a little bit of spark there, getting some help from the special teams as well. It's exciting to see the progress of this offense with Justin Fields at the quarterback position. A little bit of a better game than we've seen and probably a better game than what a lot of people expected the Bears to put up against the Steelers. It really came down to the wire there at the end last night during Monday Night Football. So Bears sitting at number 25. Falcons get a big win over their division rival during an away game at that in New Orleans. And They don't go up higher only because it was against a Trevor Simeon-led Saints. They almost completely flopped and let up a massive comeback happen during the game. Very tight one at the end there. One that did not look like it was going to be that. It was pretty much all Falcons all game long up until that fourth quarter. But ultimately, the Falcons do move up three spots from number 27 to number 24. Excited to see where they go and if they can build off with that. I mean, the loss of Jameis Winston kind of really opens things up in the NFC South. So we'll have to see how the Falcons try to take advantage. At number 23, the Vikings, who take another tough loss. It just seems like that is the story of the Vikings this year. Offense didn't really show up for the game as well as they should have. They did put up some points, but there were some points left up on the board after a couple of turnovers. They only managed to get three points off of them. And usually when you're getting turnovers, you want to take advantage and put up more than three. They had two. So I don't want to say that this season is lost for the Vikings, but you've lost some pretty important games and some really in games that you probably should have won at that, and unfortunately, I have to stick them at number 23. Maybe could be a spot or two higher. I don't know, but I think I like having them here. At number 22, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, who took a loss as well, a tough one at that, to the Chargers, who were able to play keep away the last handful of minutes in the fourth quarter to not only kick a field goal and win the game, but keep the ball away and out of their hands so that they could not have any time to make a comeback after them kicking that late-game field goal-winning score. Um, the Eagles are a team that they need to just they need to find a passing attack that's probably the biggest knock to them right now their run game has been looking really good Boston Scott and Jordan Howard are an excellent tandem along with Jalen Hurts on the ground it is a very threatening running attack however they need to get some more done through the air at number 21 we have the Giants massive massive upset they move up four spots from 25 they got a big win over a Raiders team that just cannot seem to catch a break at this point in the season, but we're talking the Giants here. The Giants did a great job of putting up points on the board. Uh, they lost the yardage battle. Daniel Jones managed 110 yards on a touchdown. I have no idea how the Giants managed to pull out a win with with like the lack of offensive production they did, but at the end of the day, a W is a W, and the Raiders are a playoff contending team, so respect where it is due. I have the Giants sitting at number 21. Next five teams to pop up on the list at number 20, continuing their free fall down the board. The San Francisco 49ers are continuing to struggle. Things do not seem to be getting any better over there. People are starting to call into question Kyle Shanahan's ability as a head coach at this point in the season. The team seems to be regressing in almost all facets of the game. The defense is not quite what it used to be after losses and some questionable ones at that. The DeForest Buckner trade to the Colts will never make sense for the 49ers, in my opinion. I understand you had a lot of talent on that D-line, but DeForest Buckner, in my opinion, was the best on that D-line during the Super Bowl run. And to just kind of trade him away was a very big surprise. One that me, as a Colts fan, was pumped about. But when you look at it from a 49ers perspective, I don't really think it was the right call. But another tough loss for the 49ers this week. They get completely destroyed by a Colt McCoy-led team that had no A.J. Green, no DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, They lost their running back as well. I cannot believe that Colt McCoy had the game he did against the 49ers defense. So they got him sitting at number 20. Number 19, we have the Broncos, who got a massive upset win over the Cowboys. This is probably the biggest upset of the weekend. I don't think anyone even picked the Broncos to win this game. The defense showed they are legit. The offense, when playing conservatively and also trusting their ground game more than anything and allowing Teddy Bridgewater to manage the game, showed they can be a successful team. They did start out 3-0, albeit against some pretty bad teams. But I will say this. When the defense is on and when the offense plays safe, smart football and protects the ball, they're one of the better teams in the AFC, which right now is a lot tighter than I think some people realize. The NFC seems to have a really top-heavy group, whereas the AFC has a lot of teams in the playoff mix right now. There's nobody really pulling away with a lead right now. It's literally two losses or more for everybody in the AFC. So some interesting stuff to watch, and I definitely would think that the Broncos are potentially a bubble team to watch for that like number seven seed in the AFC playoff card Now, at number 18, we have the Colts. Coming up with a very large scoring affair against the New York Jets. I think I have them going up one or two spots. I think it's only one, though. Um, Didn't want to move them up too much because the Jets kind of gave them a run for their money there. The game was a little bit closer than it should have. However, the offense looked really good. Jonathan Taylor, the emergence of him this year. And, I mean, he he popped off last year, too. But this year, he is really establishing himself as one of the best, if not at this moment, with Derrick Henry out the best back in the league, arguably, arguably, I'll stress that there. Like what the Colts are doing offensively. The defense, though, needs to get it together. The pasty, you know, pasty is not good. That's probably my biggest complaint with the Colts right now, especially as a Colts fan. I would definitely say past defense needs to be focused on. We need some depth at the corner or safety position right now because two safeties out, corners are banged up. Things are not looking good in the secondary over there in Indianapolis, and that's probably my biggest slight to them. At number 17, we have the Seahawks, who did not play. They are getting Russell Wilson back this week, though, so some exciting stuff. We're potentially going to see Aaron Rodgers face off against Russell Wilson in what should be a fun NFC clash. Looking forward to that game. I don't think they moved, but I also think that they might have slipped up one spot because of the way I moved around the power rankings here. So if they did get moved up one spot, it was more so because of teams moving around below them than anything else. Seahawks are sitting at number 17. Number 16, we have the Chiefs who managed to get a win over a hurting Packers team that did not have Aaron Rodgers. We found out a few days before they would not have their starting quarterback. So I don't have them moving up on the border anywhere. I'm keeping them at number 16. That was a game where the offense did not look great. The defense took advantage of an Aaron Rodgers-less-led Packers. And the game, in my opinion, would have had a far different result if Aaron Rodgers was playing that game. So I'm going to just leave them at number 16. I don't want to move them up or down. I think they're fine where they are. Next five teams we are looking at the Cincinnati Bengals at number 15, taking a blowout loss to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, This is the second week in a row now where the Bengals have just been completely outplayed. I cannot believe the the result of this game. It started out with the pick six and then just kind of got worse and worse from there for the Bengals. Could not keep up with the Browns whose running game was looking excellent. But ultimately, the Bengals here doing some soul searching, sitting at number 15, now in third or excuse me, a last place in the AFC North, which has become an uber competitive division this season. At number 14, we have the Raiders, who fall out of the top 10 with a shocking loss to the Giants, but also not so shocking. I feel like the adversity has finally caught up with the Raiders. They just have so much going against them this year with the loss of their head coach, the loss of Damon Arnett, the loss of Henry Ruggs. I mean, it's just one thing after another for this Raiders team this year, and they seem to be pushing through the adversity to some extent, but I think this week after losing Henry Ruggs, Offense is a little bit bare bones. The signing of Deshaun Jackson should be good for them. But as of right now, with everything going on, I do have them slipping down the power rankings, coming off a pretty surprising loss, in my opinion, to a Giants team that, when you look at the numbers, should not have beat them. At number 13, we have the Chargers, who got a big win over the Eagles, a much-needed win at that to snap their losing skid um honestly the run d just continues to be the issue there for the chargers i think they're a really good team justin herbert lit it up against the eagles defense however the run d continues to be a problem they let up uh, over i think it was like 160 some odd yards against the eagles they need to get that figured out in some way or another even if it goes from allowing 120 or 30 yards from the hundred and like 60 or some odd number that they're like letting up right now the Chargers need to figure out something with that run defense because there's no way that they can be a legitimate playoff contender, allowing teams to just completely pound the rock and, and essentially beat them out every single game with physicality. Number 12, you have the Saints who fell to the Falcons this week. They are dropping out of the top 10 as well. Uh, this is a uh, more of a disappointing one than anything just because of the comeback they had brewing there in New Orleans. It was kind of exciting stuff to see literally this close to winning the game. The 64 yard catch by Cordell Patterson, though, just put a dagger in the heart for the young Hoku kick and field goal win for the Falcons. Um, the saints, they have a really good team. And honestly, with a little bit of more time go like as the starter, I I legitimately think that Trevor Simeon could potentially lead this team to some sort of success in the interim while they figure out their quarterback position. I don't know if they plan on running with him the rest of the season or what, but I mean, the team didn't look terrible with Simeon at the quarterback position. They started out really slow offensively, but then towards the end of the game, really started to pick things up, made it a tight one. This could. This is an interesting team to watch, to say the least. You know, I think a lot of people thought all hope was lost with them losing Winston. Maybe not so. This is an interesting team to watch. At number 11, we have the Cleveland Browns, who are just outside the top 10, getting a massive win over the Bengals. Exciting stuff for them. Uh, I love what the Bengals did. They, They trusted in the ground game. Now that the Odell Beckham situation has been done and dealt with, it feels like Baker Mayfield has no pressure or stress to get the ball to him, and he's just dishing it out to whoever is open and getting it to whoever he feels he can get the football to, which I think is best for the way Baker Mayfield plays. Nick Chubb looked like a monster, and the defense was giving the Bengals problems all game long. Love how the Cleveland Browns approached this last game against the Bengals, and they should continue to do something similar to that going forward. Now for the top 10, the Patriots sitting at number 10. Yes, they might not have the 10th best record in the league, and they might not even be on some people's watch list in the top 10. However, what I am seeing from them has really impressed me week in and week out. They are getting better and better each and every single week. JC Jackson is continuing his terror as a cornerback. Number one, honestly, at this point, the Patriots, I hope decide to pay him at the end of the season contract talks did not go well with him during the offseason it sounds like you know they were just really far apart on money wise and guarantees and things like that i think after the season he's been having that's something the patriots need to reconsider to keep him there secondary has been good the pass rush has been good matthew judon has been an excellent pickup and then the offense as mac jones gets more and more comfortable continues to impress me more and more and even if mac jones isn't having a great game and people need to remember he's a rookie But even if he's not having a great game, the ground game in uh, India—not excuse me, Indianapolis in New England—has been excellent when necessary. Love to see it. I love the balanced style of offense that they can run. The Patriots are looking good, and I have them at ten. Buffalo Bills are sitting at number nine. You're going to fall down the leaderboard when you lose to one of the bottom five teams in the league. I cannot believe the outcome of that game. I said the Broncos and the Cowboys one was more shocking. Honestly, this one was the most shocking of the game of the entire game or slate of games. Rather, I could not believe that the Buffalo Bills were unable to get into the end zone for that game. They made the Jaguars defense. look like a top tier defense in the league. They need to do some soul searching. They need to figure out what the hell happened against that Jaguars team and then just move on and go into next week. When I was doing the previews for that game, I didn't even really discuss the game that much because I figured foregone conclusion. This is a win game for the Bills with how good they've been playing. I expected them to drop 40 on them. I I, I cannot believe the result of that game. You're going to drop down some spots loose into a team that is not in the same class as you. At number eight, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers who got a big win over Chicago last night. They moved their way into the top 10 for the first time in quite a few weeks. I think I did have them sitting at 10 to start the season. I can't remember exactly where I had them, but they moved their way back into the top 10 with a big win over the Bears at home. Tight one there, a little bit risky, but the defense continues to look great. The offense continuing to run through Najee Harris along with Ben Roethlisberger finding a f- big favorite in uh, Pat Fryermuth as uh, you know, his tight end one. You love to see that. You love to see the crowd at Heinz Field yelling the Muth every time he makes the touchdown catch. Reminds me of those Heath Miller days. Love to see it. I'm excited for the Steelers offense as they learn to kind of work without um. Juju Smith-Schuster and just watching Ben Roethlisberger play some pretty decent football is exciting as well. You know, some weeks it looks like they made the right choice. Some weeks it's kind of, it's like an unsure thing, but I think as of right now, Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger at the quarterback for this season was the right choice. At number seven, we have the Cowboys dropping out of the top five tough loss to the Broncos. I cannot believe how well the secondary was able to clamp down on their star group of wide receivers. This was a really shocking result, one that, you know, was like the comeback game for Dak Prescott after being out last week. He comes back in and everyone was expecting him to, you know, put the beat down on the Denver Broncos in Jerry World. But ultimately, that was not the case. They barely put up 16 points. I mean, garbage time scoring was pretty much all they got at the end of the game. You could see it on Dak Prescott's face and a handful of other places just shell-shocked at the result of what was going on there as Denver's defense just decided that they were not allowed to play offense that week. Tough loss for them. Sitting at number seven, definitely the possibility of bouncing back is so bizarre because you saw the way they played just the week prior with Cooper Rush. I'm not saying he should start over Dak Prescott. It's just so bizarre how that game went that way, and then you see how with their starting quarterback in play, how poorly the offense looked. At number six, we have the Buccaneers. Did not play this week, but I think they did slip down a spot just because of some teams moving around. No knock to the Buccaneers, just kind of how I think the top of like the top half of this. 10 is like kind of shifting itself out here definitely some moving going on um especially after the tough loss last week to the new orleans saints i think them slipping down a spot isn't that big of a deal they probably even should have been here arguably so i have them at number six not because of anything really just more so because of shifting going around in the top five now For the top five and the ones that everyone's looking to see, obviously I'm sure you know who is not on this list, but we're wondering who is organized where. I'll put it up on the screen for you guys now. The LA Rams are coming in at number five. They dropped down four spots. I had them ranked at number one last week. They dropped down to number five tough loss to the Titans the offense could not really get anything going a back-breaking interception twice from Matthew Stafford really just hurt this team early and they could not keep pace at that you know the Titans defense did great but I think the biggest story for the Rams coming out of that one is their offensive line play was not good Matthew Stafford was under a lot of pressure and he made some poor decisions because of it the Titans sitting at number four cracking the top 10 here you know, as as much as I want to say, you know, the Rams offensive line played poorly. That Titans defense was fantastic. Great group. Byard's interception was great. Uh, you know, and I, the, I, I kind of struggled putting them at number four here, but I do think that they have to be considered one of the top two teams in the AFC at this point. I think it's hard to argue against them. I will say this, though, with how great the defense played, the offense is going to be the concern going forward without Derrick Henry, AJ Brown and Julio Jones were on the field. Obviously Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback, but they were missing their star running back. They brought in Adrian Peterson, but the running game was not really there for them during that entire game. The offense only managed 14 points. So I do have some concern with that offense minus Derrick Henry. We'll have to see how the Titans evolve their offense now without him on the field, using Adrian Peterson as their lead back. But there is some hope if you're able to knock off a great team like the Rams, you know, despite the fact that you're missing your starting star running back. I mean, it's funny because you say running back and you don't think as, as a significant of a role as Derek Henry has, but he is such a big piece of this offense. I like the Titans at number four, definitely worried about that offense though. The Ravens. Meanwhile, at the number three spot, no lead is too safe when they're behind. Um, I don't know if that's going to catch up to them later on in the season. You can't just be playing, come from behind every single big game that you go into. That The Ravens talk about... like They just give me nerves, man. I, watching them play, it just feels like there's no shot that they can win. But with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, anything is possible at the end of the day. I don't know if that's going to end up hurting them. Um, it was really splitting hairs putting them over the Titans but ultimately I I just I love the way Lamar Jackson can just take over a game and completely flip the script if he has to you know the come from behind victory stuff it, while it is impressive it does concern me the secondary is banged up they're allowing a lot of yardage and a lot of scoring hopefully they can sort that out so that these games do not have to come down to Lamar Jackson putting up 386 yards of offense at number 2 we have the Green Bay Packers who even though they lost the game I had a really hard time moving them down or anything like that just because they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. And quite honestly, if they did, they win that game against the Chiefs. The the way the defense played and shut down the Chiefs offense, and while it has not been as prolific in in years past or or recent years past, I just had a hard time knocking the Packers for losing that game. Um, Maybe they should be at number three or four. Argue it as much as you want in the comment section down below, but I do think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is in that game. They win, and this isn't even a discussion at this point. And they're probably sitting at the number one spot in this power rankings here. And then ultimately, at number one, I do have the Arizona Cardinals, who, despite all odds against them going up against a division rival, Colt McCoy, no AJ Green, no DeAndre Hopkins. Edmonds was out too at some point during the game I mean you just you have a literal second string offense running out there and you were still able to pick up a very big win against your division rival Um, at this point the Cardinals are battle tested they are adversity tested they lost by three points to the uh, Green Bay Packers who are sitting at number two I have a hard time not putting them back at the number one spot and in the pole position of the NFL rankings but that is my 32 team power rankings I appreciate you all for watching enjoy the rest of your week let me know what you guys think in the comment section down below love chatting with you guys about your thoughts other than that i will catch you all thursday for a preview of thursday night's game have a good rest of your week everybody and i'll see you then